there's no cupcakes. Uh, you know, there's no cupcakes. So every time I look at the, the schedule in totality, I'm like, man, how are we going to win a game this year? Kenny Atkinson was joking about life for the Brooklyn Nets in the ultra-competitive NBA. Levert using the Allen screen. But if Karis Levert keeps playing like this, the Nets will beat more teams than you think. Oh, what a fake! Levert gets it roll. That is silky smooth. I'm John Chandler, and this is the Sports Final Podcast from Sunset Park and the Nets training facility. The best view in basketball for my money on the eighth floor of an industrial complex overlooking the Manhattan sky. It's Monday. The Nets are home for what feels like a pit stop as they open the season with four of their first five games on the road. Yeah, they're one and two, but there's a lot of optimism in the room. You could just feel it, and that's because Karis LeVert has not only the Nets, but the whole NBA buzzing. His third season has started in earnest, a career-high 28 points in a win Friday against the Knicks. It was Brooklyn's home opener. Barclays was electric as Karras scored the game winner with a second left, driving on his old Michigan teammate Tim Hardaway Jr. Nets looking for the win. LeVert makes his move, drives in. Big shot is good! One second left! The Nets go in front by two. He told me that was no accident. How you feeling? Good? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. It led to some good-natured ribbing between the former Wolverines. How much uh, did you hear from Tim after Friday? Going at you, you know, going at your old Michigan guy. Yeah, the way no, you we did. have a uh, we have a group chat on Instagram. Oh, okay. Um, and I think right at, right when I got to the locker room, somebody commented on it um, and said something like, "We knew Karis was going right on that play," uh, and Tim was like the first one in there to comment. So it, it's what all, did he say? No, nah, he he's the one who said that, and then everybody was just laughing and stuff like that. But it's all love uh, for that guy, man. We um, he's taught me a lot. You know, he was like a big brother to me at Michigan. So you know, moments like those are great. You know, when we're kind of going at it like that in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, we've done that in practice at Michigan a lot of times. So it's cool to kind of see that. You know, in a real game setting. Hardaway had to be impressed, and his head coach sure was. Listen to the Knicks' David Fisdale on Karis LeVert's play Friday night. He's an explosive athlete. He can really put the ball on the floor. His three balls improved tremendously. Um, he's a competitor. I know that he and Timmy, obviously, the, the old Michigan connection, that gets them going. And so, no, that kid can play, man. And I think he's going to have a breakout year this year. Now, word travels fast in the association. I figured a few days later, LeVert would have heard about Fisdale's praise. I was surprised by his answer. Did you hear what David Fisdale, the next coach, had to say about you after no, I don't you really, beat him up? I didn't, I didn't see that. He said you're going to have a breakout year, potential to be a great player. Well, um, obviously that that's a high praise coming from a great coach, uh, someone who's been around the game for a long time. Um, but, you know, that's, that's not really my focus right now. I'm just trying to do what it takes for us to win games, maximize our potential as a team. How much have you surprised yourself or – have you even with the way you've played? Nah, I don't think I would say I would surprise myself. Um, I prepare for this moment, prepare for this season, um, and, you know, I work every single day in my craft, and that's kind of what you expect from yourself when you do those type of things. You kind of had the feeling coming in that, that you felt more comfortable that this could be a breakout year for you. Honestly, I felt like that in my rookie year. Really? I felt like that last year. Um, you know, I feel like that all the time. I feel like I work at my game a lot, um, and it was only a matter of time, honestly. You always expect a high bar for yourself, but did you expect that you'd be able to play like this to start the season? Um, you know, I just wanted to come out and do whatever it took uh, for us to have a good season, you know, as a team. Um, and I feel like uh, even though we're one and two, I feel like we've done some good things on the court. Uh, we're getting better every single day, and we're getting healthy. I think that's the, that's the main thing, uh, and I'm just trying to do whatever it takes to win, honestly. What does it feel like to be playing the way you're playing right now? I mean, is the game, I know it sounds kind of cliche, but is the game slowed down for you? Yeah, for sure, um, and 
I think that's kind of what you expect in your third year. Um, you know, a coach is giving me a lot of freedom out there, showing a lot of confidence in me. Um, so I'm just trying to come through for the team. So just how impressive were this kid's first three games? Well, here's all Karis Levert did to open the NBA season for the Nets. He dropped 27 points, four rebounds, and four assists in the season opener. Then the 28 in the Knicks win Friday. He's averaging 24.7 points in 31 minutes, shooting 65% from the field, 40% from three. His 74 points, most by a net to open a season since Brooke Lopez scored as much in 2010 and 2011. Lavert, step back, Jay. Oh, Karis Lavert buries it. Here's what's really impressive. His last four-quarter stretch from Friday against the Knicks through Saturday against the Pacers in that loss, 30 points, 9 for 10 shooting, 4 for 5 from 3 in 35 minutes. Yeah, pretty good. Breakout good. All-star good. Even franchise player good. I know, I'm getting a little carried away here. And so is the rest of the NBA, it seems, with Karis LeVert. But the Nets aren't. They're staying as grounded as Karis is. I asked Kenny Atkinson, how does Karis keep this up? Karis, the start to the season, um, what is it that he's doing so well? Yeah, I, I you know, just playing both hands. Like, I, I think he's been two-way, you know, a two-way player. He's played excellent offensively, uh, and then defensively he's been good, too. So... Uh, you know, confidence. I think he slowed down his game a little, understanding the pace, when he can go, when he can pull back. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, he's made big physical improvement, too. I think his, you know, even that three out of, you know, the third three out of four games, you know, the Indiana game, a lot of our young guys, I felt like we're, you could see it. With Karras, I did not see that. I saw fresh, uh, engaged and those are the hard ones I think for young players to deal with a three out of four I think we saw it with Jared Allen you know uh, D'Angelo a little bit but Karras was like as fresh as a daisy and, and uh, that, that means you're starting to you know starting to really become a pro so um, um, challenge for him you know keep doing it so it's his confidence but it's also the the, the the his teammates confidence in him so you see both of it which you didn't see as much so he has, uh, he's playing a, you know, a, a real confident level, but I can see his teammates almost saying, okay, here, you know, here's, your, you know, you're playing well. And, and that's where NBA players are so smart. They understand who's playing well, who's feeling it. And, and I think they've, they've, you know, without my saying it, saying anything, I think they've shifted the burden to him a little more and, and credit to him, but also credit to his teammates for recognizing this guy's playing really well. Do you think this level of play and production is sustainable? Man, that's the, I love it. That's the question. <laughs> that's because then if it's the first three games and he keeps playing like now, you're talking about a, a, not a, you know, a big jump, but a monumental jump in, in, in his production. And you're, you're talking about you're getting to the, you know, the, the elite players in this league, the, you know, and, and top, or top 20, top 30, like that you're, you're, you're talking. But it's three games. So yeah. to be confirmed and, and, uh, uh, you know, a lot of that's going to be here. How we can, how we can keep that, keep that level. Did you expect he had this in him, uh, or yeah, are you I, even I, taken I, by surprise? A little bit of the, you know, since we drafted him, a little bit of the, the you know, the, the guy we expected to, to, to make a jump. Like we all felt that. We're waiting for. I think the big thing was the consistency. We'd see it, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, sporadically. And now to get three games in a row, that's 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 a that's a that's a good sign for the Nets. It's really incredible but not at all surprising to anyone here at Sunset Park. A guy that, if he was healthy coming out of college, might have been a lottery pick. Now, he looks like a steal, as the Nets rolled the dice, given all of his injury history. They have a player 
that not only they can build around, but they can showcase now to potential free agents. This is assuming Karras keeps this up. He becomes a shining example of the player development capabilities that Kenny Atkinson and his net staff possess. Last question for you. How do you keep this pace up? How do you sustain what you're doing? Just have the same habits I've been doing, my consistent habits. I think Coach talks about that all the time. Just being the same person you are every single day. You know, win or loss, good game, bad game, just being the same person. Uh, see the same results in the game. And Levert is as grounded and hard a worker as anyone in the NBA. And because of that, the 23-year-old has as promising a future right now as anyone in the NBA. Thanks for your time, man. With the Brooklyn Nets. I'm John Chandler, and this is the Sports Final Podcast.